Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for October 13th, 2022. I'm teaching a series entitled Pursuing Grace-Based Success. I know that you want to be a success because I've never met anybody that doesn't. I've never met anybody that says I want to be a failure. Yeah, you want to be a success, but you want to pursue success God's way. Say this, say, I, I pursue success God's way. You want to become the man or the woman that God has called you to be. You want to find, follow, and finish your divine assignment while you're in the land of the living. You want to discover who you are, who you were sent to this planet to be, and you want to accomplish what God sent you to this comp- to this planet to accomplish before you die, right? So success for us, for the believer, is all about purpose. So I've been teaching Pursuing Grace-Based Success. Um, this is part 19. Pursuing Grace-Based Success, Part 19. The title of today's message is, Success is Found When You Accept Your Lot in Life. Success for the believer is found when you accept your lot in life. I'm going to talk about it today. Say this by faith. Before I even teach it, just say, Lord, put this in the chat. Lord, I accept my lot in life. When you accept your lot in life. Whatever it is that God has sent you to this planet to do, whatever it is that you were born to do, you're free from competitive jealousy. You're free to celebrate the gift and the giftings and the callings of others without having to worry about trying to be them. When you accept your lot in life, you are in a position to live an amazing life because it's the life that God birthed you to live. So get ready to receive the word. All right, so let's get into the word for this morning. It's about accepting your lot in life. And let me tell you, listen, this is how Isabella and I, this is how we live. This, I'm not, the good thing for me is God delivered me a long time ago from preaching something and then trying to go pre- live what I preach. No, I just preach what I live. So I, I'm, I'm, the reason why I can preach and teach with a level of authority and confidence is because I'm not telling you something I just read. I'm not going to give you a scripture and say, oh, I just read this scripture. Let me talk about it. No, 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 no. I'm sharing with you how I live. I mean, so this is how we live. Isabella and I have accepted our lot in life. We're called to do different things, and we're doing those things. And we have friends that say, oh, well, you could be doing this, or you could be doing that, or you guys are too busy. You could be doing this, or you could be staying home, or you could be, oh, Rick, why are you at, at, at this company? Why are you at Worldwide Technology? You could be you could be with Isabella. You could be, there's a lot of things I could be doing. Well, you, you guys could start a church right here. And you could, there's a lot of things we could be doing. But you know what we've learned? We've learned how to accept a lot in life. And uh, as I as I share some scriptures with you, I'm telling you, this is going to be good. Y'all ready? Oh, glory to God. Let's get through our foundational scriptures first. And so Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 10, the Bible says, I mean that you were saved by grace. It's a gift from God. All you did was receive it. So you, you don't work for a gift. You just receive a gift. You're not saved by the things you've done. So you have nothing to boast about. So in Christ Jesus, God made you a new creation so that you could spend the remainder of your days doing the good works that God had before ordained for, for us to do. So there's some good works that you're supposed to do, right? So say this. I have work to do. You have work to do. I have work to do. 
and we need to go do it. But we do it by the grace of God. We do it for the glory of God. But it's not about us. It's all about him. First Corinthians chapter one, verses 30 and 31. The Bible says, God has united us with Christ Jesus. Now for our benefit, God made him Jesus to become wisdom itself. And not only that, but the father made us right with him because of Jesus. So because of Jesus, we have access to wisdom. Because of Jesus, we are the righteousness of God by faith. And the Bible says because of Jesus, God made us pure. God made us holy. God freed us from sin. All of that was because of Jesus, not because of us. So verse 31 says, therefore, I have nothing to boast about. What am I going to boast about? I didn't do anything. All of that was done by Jesus. All it is, I'm in Christ and Christ is in me. Second Timothy 1 and 9 says, God saved us and called us with a holy calling. Not according to our own works. Once again, I have nothing to boast about. It's according to his own purpose and grace. So God gave me a purpose and the grace for the purpose. God gave me an assignment and the grace for the assignment. He gave me both in Christ Jesus. He gave me both in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. So once again, it's all about him. It's not about us. And then we've been looking at 3 John 2. The Bible says, beloved, guess what? I pray that you will prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. I want you to prosper I want you to be in health. I want you to be healthy. I want you to have everything that you need. I want you to enjoy life. And it's only going to happen even as your soul prospers. You will never experience life prosperity beyond your soul prosperity. So let me say this. The wealthiest man to ever live on the planet was Adam, right? Because you could make the argument he owned everything. He owned the whole planet. So Adam was the wealthiest man to ever live. Um, but after the fall of man, the wealthiest man was Solomon. Not only does Solomon have wealth, say wealth. The Bible talks about wealth. This, Listen, I know that people don't like to use these terms, but if it's in the Bible, I like to use Bible terms. The Bible talks about wealth. The Bible talks about health. The Bible talks about riches. And, and I, I'm just going to use the terms that the Bible uses. So not only does Solomon have wealth, but he also had wisdom. The Bible says that God gave Solomon wisdom and very great insight and a breadth of understanding that was as measureless as the sand of the seashore. That's 1 Kings 4 and 29. Think about a beach. Think about all the sand. His breadth of understanding was as measureless as the sand on the seashore. He was wiser than any other man. That's what the Bible says, 1 Kings 4 and 31. And 2 Chronicles 9 and 22 says that Solomon became greater in riches and in wisdom than any other king on the planet. So he was greater in riches and in wisdom more than any other king on the planet. Now, we've already established that success is not about money. Success is not just about money. Uh, to, say, you know, to say it's about money, for some people, they say, oh, that's not incorrect, but it, it, it is incomplete. Success is not about the pursuit of things. It's about a pursuit of purpose. So I want to point out, though, that while it's not about money, God is not opposed to money right? God is not opposed to people having money. As a matter of fact, there's lots of biblical proof of people that the Lord made rich. And don't come to me with, oh, that's spiritual riches. No, no, no. He, he made them rich with the riches of this present world, right? So, but for, for a lot of reasons, and I may discuss some of those reasons later in this series, people think that money is evil. And I already shared with you that it's the love of money. First Timothy 6 and 10. If you love money instead of loving God, then yeah, that's messed up because now you can't have money because money has you. But if you don't, if money doesn't have you, then you can have money because money makes an excellent servant. It just makes a poor master. If money is your master, then your life is going to be messed up. But if money is your servant, then God can use you for his glory to fund kingdom projects all over the world. 
So God gave Solomon both divine wealth and divine wisdom. That's that's in the Bible. That's that's unquestionable. And King Solomon, let's see what he said about health and wealth and life and wisdom and all of that. This is what he said. And I'm going to share, and I'm going to deal with this passage for the next few days. Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verses 18 through 20. This is so good. Listen to this. Even so, Solomon says, man, you know what? He's sitting there. He's the wealthiest man on the planet. He's the wisest man on the planet. He said, let me write this down. Even so, I've noticed one thing. He said, hey, guys, like if, if you had a few minutes with the wealthiest man on the planet, he said, let me tell you something. I've noticed one thing. At least that's good. Oh, you, one thing is good? Tell me. He said, it is good for people to eat and drink and enjoy their work under the sun during the short life that God has given them and to accept their lot in life. It is a good thing to receive wealth from God and the good health to enjoy it. The Bible, Solomon just said, it's good. Health and wealth is good. Oh my God, that's in the Bible. Yeah, it's in the Bible. He says to enjoy your work and to accept your lot in life. This is indeed a gift from God. Now, when you enjoy your work and you accept your lot in life, you're not trying to compare yourself to anybody else. This is I'm, it's my lot in life, and I'm, I'm good. Like, I'm good being me. The Bible says God keeps such people so busy enjoying life that they have no time to brood over the past. These people are so busy enjoying life that they have no time to brood over the past. You know how there's some people that always want to bring up, well, you said five years ago you did this, 10 years ago you did that. Let me talk about, I'm still mad about this. I'm, listen, God, when you're, you are wasting your life living in the past. When you accept your lot in life and you're busy doing what God has called you to, you have no time to be worrying about the past. You have no time to be brooding over the past. You want to be a successful person? Accept your lot in life. Let's talk about it. What does this mean? for you today. There's too much in that passage for me to just deal with it today, but we'll deal with it over the next few days. Let's deal with today. Three things for today. You ready? Oh, this is going to be good. All right. Number one, God wants you to enjoy the one life God has given you. Say, say I only have one life. I have one life. Man, I'm going to make the most of this thing. I only have one life. I'm going to enjoy it. And so Solomon said, it is good for people to eat and to drink and to enjoy their work under the sun. Listen, you have work to do. That's Ephesians 2 and 10. God, you need to get to work doing the work that God sent you to this planet to do. And God wants you to enjoy it. God doesn't want you to be working and then complaining all day. While it is true that God wants you to make it to heaven, it is also true that God wants you to enjoy the ride. Say, I will enjoy the ride. Say, I will enjoy the ride. I want you to enjoy I'm going to heaven. I know I'm going to heaven. I'm not worrying about that, but I'm going to enjoy this thing. I'm going to enjoy the ride. God doesn't want you to be saved, but then miserably saved. I mean, like, you ever met somebody that was saved, like sanctified, saved, but just mean? I mean, my gosh, just like always upset, always complaining. Like, who wants to go to that church? Whatever church you go to, I'm not going to that church. I don't know what they're teaching over there, but I definitely don't want to go there. Nobody wants to live like that. I mean, like, I'm, I am saved, but I'm going to enjoy the ride. Glory to God. I'm going to heaven, and I'm going to enjoy the one life that God has given me. Jesus said in John 10 and 10 from the Amplified, the enemy, Satan, comes in order to steal and to kill and to destroy. But I came, Jesus said, I came that you may have and enjoy life 
in abundance to the full, till it overflows. Say, say, let, say, say, I have overflowing life. Listen, Jesus came that I may have and enjoy life in abundance to the full, till it overflows. I'm going to have overflowing life. I mean, I don't, I don't want to live life and be bitter. No, no, I'm going to have and enjoy the life that Jesus sent me to this planet to have and enjoy. And I'm going to live it in abundance. I'm going to live it until it overflows. God is a, a God of abundance and excess and overflow. God, God is not a God that, that just gets by. No, no, God is going to bless me richly so I can be a blessing to everybody. Say amen to that. The Father wants you to have and to enjoy life. He wants you to have and to enjoy life in him. Remember Nehemiah 8 and 10? The Bible says, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Say this, say the joy of the Lord. Put this in the chat. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The, the Lord is the strength of my life. Come on now. I'm going to enter every day with joy. I'm going to enter every day with, with a smile on my face, with a spring on my step, with a song in my heart. Glory to God. Come on, man. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enjoy. I'm going to work. And whistle while I work. Why? Because God is on me and in me and with me and for me. Part of being successful, I'm teaching you about success in life. Part of being successful is walking with God, allowing God to walk with you and enjoying the work that God has given you. You enjoy. I do what I do and I love what I do. He said, my, my pastor friends say, man, you do that technology stuff. Man, I love that stuff. My technology friends say, man, you do that preaching stuff. Man, I love that stuff. Why? Because I love both. I'm anointed for both. Whatever I do, man, I'm, I'm in it. Either I'm going to do it all the way, I'm not going to do it at all. I only have one setting. That's like, oh, Isabella knows. If I'm in it, I'm in it all the way. I don't, I don't, I, I never, never have step. Those rap songs that I never, never have step because I'm not a half stepper. If you want to call me, you can call me Dr. Pepper. If I'm in something, I'm in it all the way. I'm, there's no, there's no, there's no way that I'm going to halfway do something. You know what I'm saying? And so if you're going to do it, just do it, man enjoy it. Do it as unto the Lord. Do it with a smile on your face. The joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy. All right, you got it? All right, that was number one. Number two, life is short. So make most of, make the most of the time that you have on this planet. Listen, over the past month or so, I had to preach two funerals. And when I preached these two funerals, it made me think, here's some things that it reminded me. Life is a vapor. Say life is a vapor. Tomorrow is promised to no one. You can be here today and gone today. I, I was preaching uh, a funeral a few weeks ago, and I said, you could be here today and gone today. And, and you know, they were thinking I was going to say tomorrow. And when I said, you could be here today and gone today, somebody said, ooh. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, whoa, I wasn't expecting that. Like, yeah, you could be here today and gone today. Come on, man, life is a vapor. You, tomorrow's promise to no one. Your time on this planet is limited. You only get one life and you don't know when it's going to end. So why are you walking around here bitter like you've been sucking on lemons? What's wrong with you? You say you're a child of God? You're, you're covered by the blood of Jesus? You're anointed with the Holy Ghost? You're called according to the plan and the purpose and the work of God for your life? Girl, homeboy, you better stand up and smile. You better look up and not down. You better look forward and not backward. Greater is coming for you. You only get one life. I mean, so Solomon said, you know what? Since you only get one life, it's good for people to eat and drink and enjoy their work under the sun during the short life that God has given them. Solomon says, let me tell you something. It's a short life. You don't even know. Listen, while you're here, you're not going to be here forever. If Jesus tarries is coming, you might live on this planet 120 years or less. And now let me say this, though. You're on this planet for your for your assignment. And, and, and your assignment on this planet 
is not time-based, it's task-based. For those of you that are Army folks that are, that are watching, because there's a lot of Army people that are watching, remember those STT tasks? And so when we had STT tasks, some of those tasks were, were time-based, so we got judged according to time, and some of them were task-based, so we got judged according to task. Let me tell you, your, time on this, your, your assignment on this planet is it's task-based, not time-based. When, when your time is over, when, you, when you've completed what you're supposed to complete, it doesn't matter how old you are, it's time to go. Right. You, you give up the ghost. It's not it's not time based. God, God never promised you an amount of time. Jesus was only on this planet for 33 years. He was like, I'm done. Uh, listen, my, my declaration is I'm not going to die because I'm sick. I'm not going to die because I'm old. I'm not going to die because of some freak accident. I'm going to die when I'm done. When I'm done, boom, I'm out of here. I'm going to give up the ghost and go on to glory. And so it's it's task based. It's not time based. And so you don't know how long you're going to be here. So you need to get to work. Being successful means that you are making the most of the one life that you have been given. Don't waste time. Pursue your purpose with laser focus. Pursue your purpose with bulldog tenacity, knowing that God will grace you to make the most of the time that you have left. Brother Pena, you don't understand. I was, Early in my life, I wasted time. I did Okay, fine, but you're still here. Don't brood over the past. God keeps up. Listen, when you enjoy your life, you don't have time to be thinking about the past. Okay, maybe you didn't do this. Forget that. You're here now, right? Let it go. Let's make most of the, the most of the time that you have left. While you're in this planet, purpose is still locked up inside of you. I'm speaking to somebody this morning. Listen, the fact that you're still here, you're still breathing, is evidence that God is not through with you. So you need to make the most of the time that you have on this planet. Make the most of the time you have left. You got it? All right, number three and finally, number three, last one, and then I'm going to deal with this again tomorrow. You won't find true success or true peace and fulfillment until you discover and accept your purpose or your lot in life. I'm talking about your lot in life. Solomon said, once again, man, this passage is so good. It is good for people to eat and drink and enjoy their work under the sun during the short life that God has given them and to accept their lot in life. And he said, it's a good thing to receive wealth. Let me just say that real quick. It's a good thing to receive wealth and the good health to enjoy it. So it's a good thing to receive wealth. It's a good thing to receive good health, right? And to enjoy your work and to accept your lot in life. He says, this is indeed a gift from God. And God keeps such people so busy enjoying life that they have no time to brood over the past. Listen, Isabella and I are too busy enjoying life. For there are people that are stuck in the past, that are people that, that, are, that are nursing and rehearsing the past, and they can't move forward because they keep looking back. I don't have time for that. Listen, I, we're so busy enjoying life that we have no time to brood over the past. What is your lot in life? Think about it. It's your purpose. Your, your lot in life, what Solomon calls your lot in life, I'm calling your divine purpose. You are on this planet for a purpose. God sent you to this planet when he did and where he did because of why he did. God is, God is, is purposeful. And God sent you to this planet strategically to make a specific and impactful purpose. For, for he, he sent you to this planet for something specific and for something impactful. And your job is to find it, follow it, and finish it before you die. And, and whatever that is, that's your lot in life. And when you are focused on your lot in life, you're not focused on other people. There are people, let me say this another way. There are people around you that are loosely stumbling their way through life. They're dibbling and dabbling. Girl, I'm trying this. Man, I'm trying that. They're dip they don't know who they are. They don't know what they're called to do. So they're loosely stumbling their way through life. They're always trying something new. 
because they don't know what they're doing. But you find fulfillment because you know who you are. You know what you're called to do and you are doing it. You are in, you're being led by the Holy Spirit to do what God birthed you to do. This is your lot in life. True success is found in surrendering to God and his will for your life, right? This series is about success. You will never find success. You will never find true peace until you find your true self, right? You will never experience true success pursuing something that you were not born to do. So when you discover Jesus, I've, taught, I've done a lot of teaching on this. When you discover Jesus, you discover yourself. When you come into the knowledge of God, you come into God's knowledge of you. <laughs> and so the more knowledge of God you have, the more knowledge of you you're going to have. And God will reveal you to you. And once you find out who you really are, here's the, here's the liberating power of knowing who you are, of knowing your lot in life. Once you know who you are, you also know who you are not. Your not to-do list is more important than your to-do list. Once you know who you are, you also know who you are not. So finding yourself in Christ frees you from the bondage of competitive jealousy, of comparison, jealousy. Listen, there are some people that can never be happy because they're always comparing themselves to someone else. And these are people that don't know who they are. Listen, I can celebrate the diversities of giftings and callings without jealousy. If somebody comes to me and they're doing great, man, I am happy for you. Why? Because I'm happy for me. I can be happy for you because me exalting you doesn't bring me down. See, people who are insecure, people who don't know who they are, they can't stand people who have confidence. They can't, why? Because your confidence, it violates their, their insecurities. The, the, your confidence, it just irritates the, you know, all of their insecurities. And so, so now they're like, they're mad at you because you're doing good. They can't, they can't stand when you're on vacation posting pictures. They can't stand when you're on the beach just chilling. Why? Because they mm, it irritates them. <laughs> it irritates them because they don't know who they are. They don't know their lot in life. They're trying to go, listen, once you're free and you know who you are and you're at peace with yourself and you, you find clarity, focus, peace, fulfillment, that is true success. God keeps these people so busy enjoying their lot in life that they have no time to brood over the past. Man, this message was good. And I tell you what, we're going to keep flowing in the same vein tomorrow. This is a message you need to share with somebody. Let's close this message out. Let's put this in the chat. I enjoy my lot in life. I got it. I'm, I'm, I have no need to compare myself to anybody else. I'm good. I can celebrate you. And that doesn't bring me down in any way because my success has nothing to do with you. Like, I want you to be successful. We can all be successful. Because I'm going to run my race. You got it? All right, let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, I thank you for teaching me about grace-based success. There was a time in my life when I measured my success by the world's standards. I got caught, caught up in the pursuit of things. And now I know that true success is only found in my purpose. Instead of pursuing things, I pursue my thing, which is what I was born to do. And as I pursue my thing, I am confident that you will give me all the things that I need. In finding you, I have found my purpose. By finding my purpose, I have found myself. By finding myself, I am now free from comparison and jealousy. I don't attempt to be anyone other than the person I'm born to be.
I only have the grace to be me. So I run my race with my grace at my pace, enjoying every step of the way. I enter this day with a spring in my step, with a smile on my face, with a song on my heart, and with your grace all over me. I go to work this morning and I whistle while I work because I know I'm blessed. Success is not something I will achieve someday. Success is what you give me every day. I enjoy my lot in life and greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Tomorrow, I'll have another one. Listen, apply it and prosper. This is a message you do need to apply. This might be a message you need to listen to again. Do me a favor. Leave me some. I'm about to travel. I'm going home and I'm glad I'm going home. But on my way to the airport and stuff, I want to see what you said. Leave me some comments in the chat. I like to read those comments. They're a blessing to me. So do me that favor and then share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline and with your friends. I love you. God loves you more. I want you to have an amazing day. Enjoy your lot in life. God bless you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to learn more about our ministry or you would like to partner with our ministry, please visit ripministries.org. You will learn there what we're doing in the Caribbean, providing a Christ-based education to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic. We also provide them a hot meal every day. If you would like to partner with us, click on the donate button. All the donations are tax deductible in the United States. If you don't have my book, Level Up Your Life, go to rickpina.co and get the book today. From rickpina.co, you'll also see that I have journals and I also have some other products and apparel and etc. all centered around the grace life. And then lastly, if you enjoy this content, but you want direct access to Isabel and I, the Lord impressed it upon my heart for Isabel and I to start mentoring people, giving people access to us to be able to ask us questions. We're answering questions about ministry, about missions, nonprofit, for-profit. I'm addressing things as far as how I preach, our approach to preaching. We're putting out private content just for a specific group in the Patreon. So please visit patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina if you're interested in this material. Have an amazing day.